all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Presented by Motilal Oswal Financial Services. Good morning. Over the next few minutes, we'll tell you everything you need to know at the start of your day so you can face the music and dance. I'm Alex Matthew and this is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint. Today is the 17th of July. I'm going to start with international news at the top. There's been another sharp decline in crude prices. On Monday, prices of Brent crude declined by over 4.5%, ostensibly on account of the anxiety on global trade combined with an offer from Saudi Arabia to boost supplies. Bloomberg reported, quoting sources, that the Middle East Kingdom is offering extra crude volumes on top of its contractual supplies to some buyers in Asia. This is part of its plans for record oil output after unwinding a deal with allies to curb output. In other news on the global scale, US President Donald Trump called Special Counsel Robert Mueller's probe of Russian election meddling a disaster on Monday, again questioned whether Russia interfered in the 2016 vote that he won and suggested that he trusted US intelligence officials and Vladimir Putin equally, all as he stood beside the Russian leader. The comments provoked a rare on-the-record response from Trump's own intelligence director. A number of lawmakers from his own party criticized the news conference harshly, with Senator John McCain saying it represented one of the most disgraceful performances by an American president in memory. Now, barely two weeks after the resignation of ThyssenKrupp AG's CEO, its chairman, Ulrich Lehner, has now resigned. And in other news, BlackRock Chief Executive Officer Larry Fink has said that the intensifying global trade tensions may spur a broad market downturn and a slowdown in the US economy. And the International Monetary Fund seems to concur. It has warned that escalating trade tensions are threatening to derail a global upswing that's already losing momentum amid weaker-than-expected growth in Europe and Japan. This is happening even as financial markets seem complacent to the mounting risks. And the International Monetary Fund has cut India's growth forecast for the current fiscal year by 10 basis points to 7.3% and for FY20, that is next financial year, by 30 basis points to 7.5%. In other news in India, IDBI Bank will soon convene a board meeting to approve the allotment of preference shares to LIC or Life Insurance Corporation of India, enabling the insurance company to acquire 51% stake in the bank. Remember, the board of LIC gave its approval for the stake increase in a meeting yesterday. Telecom regulator Tri has said rules for protection of personal data in the telecom space are not sufficient. It has also suggested that consumers be given the right to choice, consent and also to be forgotten to safeguard their privacy. The Commerce Ministry has recommended imposition of a two-year safeguard duty on imports of solar cells to protect domestic players from a steep rise in inbound shipments. An ICICI bank has decided to postpone its annual general meeting by a month to account for the independent inquiry being conducted by Justice B.N. Krishna on alleged cases of impropriety against the bank's CEO Chanda Kochar. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended mixed with the S&P 500 and Nasdaq closing lower and the Dow ending up about two-tenths of a percent. 
The early rises in Asia are mixed as well, with the Japanese Nikkei opening positive after a break. The other two benchmarks, that is the one in South Korea and also in Australia, were trading a little lower. Darshan's here now for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Darshan, how's it looking? Hey, hi Alex. Uh, hello everyone. Uh, the SGX Nifty is currently muted. Not the best of cues to start the day with. Crude was down 4.5% overnight. The base metals on the LME are also drowned. But uh, we have to focus on results today. Z Entertainment is the nifty company that will report numbers today. But lots of mid-caps. Ashok Leyland, Federal Bank, Muthut Capital, Rallis, Syntex Industries, Tata Sponge. So all these companies will report numbers. The big number that came out after market hours yesterday was HUL. Numbers were in line with uh, what the street was anticipating, a 12% underlying volume growth which was taken as positive and the commentary also of the management is strong but the financials in line with what we had anticipated. Jai Bharat Maruti came out with strong set of numbers, revenues were up 34%, profit was up 33% and EBITDA up 46%. So that should probably react in the positively. But uh, a weak set of numbers from Syntex Plastics, revenues were down 12%, net profit was down 47% and EBITDA was down almost 29%. So weak set of numbers should react negatively. In terms of stocks to watch, uh, Bloomberg has reported that UPL is seeking a $3 billion loan to buy out Arista. So that will be in focus. Bharat Electronics signs an MOU with Saab for 3D surveillance radar. Ajanta Pharma has clarified that the DGCA has not taken action against the company. Watch out for companies like Apex Frozen Food, Avanti Feeds and Waterbase. The US Department of Commerce finalizes the anti-dumping rate on certain frozen waterworm shrimp from India. And that has been done at 1.35%, much lower than the earlier suggested rate of 2.34%. And watch out for all the CV players. The proposed truck axle load relaxation norms may be announced today. Slots in the bulk deal. MFS International acquires 2.9 lakh shares in PVR. The promoter of JTEKT India has sold in 5.7% stake in the company. The buyers include Reliance Capital, White Oak India Equity Fund and India Accorn Fund. And RBS acquires 2.5 lakh shares in KDDL. In terms of brokerages, HSBC has initiated on Finolex Industries with a buy and a target price of 750. IDFC has raised the target price of Gale to 434 from 410. And Nomura has upgraded Coal India to a buy from a neutral. But at the same time, they've cut the target price to 318 from the earlier 332. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloombergquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. And as always, thank you for tuning in. There's a lot more on the website bloombergquin.com like Darshan told you, so do check it out over the course of the day. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a lovely day.